Good morning and happy Monday, home theater fans. Welcome to this week's episode of Home Theater News Review. My name is Todd Anderson, editor at the Home Theater Forum, avnirvana.com, coming to you from a windy, chilly, and rain-drenched nation's capital. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel or listen to it on Spotify and iTunes. Please make sure you subscribe for future episodes and leave us a review if you get a chance. Well, we're entering the home stretch of 2023 and Christmas is just around the corner. I mean, we are just a week out, which means it is crunch time when it comes to gifts. If you're looking for some ideas for the AV fanatic in your life, check out our gift guide where we give you our top 20 Blu-ray and 4K Blu-ray releases of the year. Or head over to AtlanticTechnology.com where you can use our forum's exclusive discount code that is NIRVANA for 15% off site-wide. Even if something is on sale, they'll knock off 15% more. And I've said this before, but the TWS1 earbuds are well worth the 124 bucks. That code will knock the price down to, so go check them out. This past week, we closed out our giveaway for a 10-meter Bridgie 8K fiber optic HDMI cable. That's from their flagship Mark series. Many thanks to Bridgie and Sue Toscano at Toscano Communications for pulling this giveaway together and we have drawn a winner in fact we're announcing the winner for the first time right here on the news show big congratulations to forum member jeff grisella he is the winner and jeff has been a member of the community since 2018 so he is a long timer jeff will be in contact over on the forum now let's dive into the top industry news stories from last week, headlined by the arrival of Dirac Live Base Control to select Marantz and Denon receivers. An over-the-air software update will allow customers to purchase a license to activate Dirac Live Base Control on their equipment. Now, Base Control is an add-on module to the Dirac Live Room Calibration Software Package, and it intelligently co-optimizes a system's subwoofers and speakers to deliver consistent and even bass throughout a room. It aggregates measurement and location data from each subwoofer to determine how a system's bass is distributed, then it identifies gaps in the sound waves and makes adjustments to even out the bass. The resulting system time aligns all speakers while also adjusting phase at low frequencies. It also crafts a smoother low frequency transition at the crossover point between a subwoofer or subwoofers and speakers in a system. Now, one of bass control's more interesting benefits is that it allows subwoofers to be positioned almost anywhere in a room without sacrificing performance or design or vice versa. And of course, we're speaking in general terms there. But that said, I've used bass control in my home theater room for the last several years, and it's a technology that certainly keeps bass sounding even across a wide seating area. Pricing on the module is definitely a factor to consider. It's been a topic of discussion on our forum. It's $349 for single subwoofer performance and $499 for bass control multi-sub. And if you'd like to start with a single sub and upgrade later to multi-sub, that will cost you an extra $169. We have complete details on eligible receiver and processor models, along with links to purchase the software 
in our news article covering the story. That's on our homepage right now, but you can also find links to that down in the description below. Denon's HEOS technology is getting a makeover with a significant visual and functional update to the HEOS app. Denon's parent company, Massimo, says the changes were fueled by customer feedback, which is really nice to hear. Uh, some of the changes include a revamped user interface, home screen enhancements, the ability to search for music across multiple platforms thanks to a universal music search feature, and a whole lot more. HEOS is a proprietary wireless ecosystem that's built into many Denon and Marantz products, including AVRs, processors, network amps, speakers, and soundbars. It allows owners to stream music for most any music service directly to one of those devices with functionality controlled right through the app. You can also group together multiple HEOS-capable devices and share content throughout multiple rooms. In fact, you can connect up to 64 different zones of equipment with lag-free performance. For more details, visit our forum's homepage. Dolby recently announced that a new integrated Dolby Atmos Renderer has been launched in something called Pro Tools, which is a program that uh, artists and content creators use to record and mix Dolby Atmos. This is interesting because Bloomberg is reporting that Apple plans to offer new rewards for artists and labels mixing music for Dolby Atmos playback. So if you're a fan of 3D spatial audio embedded in your music tracks, you might see more new songs and potentially some old favorites landing with a Dolby Atmos mix. In the world of high-end audio, Luxman has released a new preamp called the C-10X. It features Luxman's own feedback engine, as well as four balanced preamp blocks and a built-in damping mechanism. It also has an electronically controlled volume control system that pairs a precision encoder with a new rotation mechanism. The unit's front display also shows various modes along with zoom and dimmer functions, and it ships with a dedicated aluminum remote control. The cost for this one is steep though. You can expect to pay in the neighborhood of $20,000, probably just a little bit more for the C-10X. Now shifting to the world of utter affordability, Creative Technology has launched two new earbuds. The Zen Air Plus costs $59.99 and the Zen Air Pro is $10 more at $69.99. Both models utilize Bluetooth Low Energy Audio or LE Audio for significantly lower bit rates. Now, typically when we talk about low bit rates, people start to think of poor or poorer sound quality, but LE Audio promises something totally different. Using the Low Complexity Communications Codec or LC3, LE Audio reduces bit rates by 50% over traditional SBC Bluetooth technology while maintaining or improving sound quality, or at least that's what Bluetooth is claiming. The benefit is lower power consumption for an extended battery life or the ability to use smaller batteries, which means that manufacturers can just make those earbuds all that much smaller. They also support Aura Broadcast, which you'll typically see referred to just as Broadcast. This gives you the ability to share audio from a source device to an unlimited number of compatible earbuds, which basically means that you and your friends could watch a movie or listen to a song together while wearing one, two, three, four, five, six different pairs of earbuds. It's a simple concept and something that seems like 
you know, a no brainer, especially at this day and age with the way technology is moving. But this is a recent development. For more information about those buds, look for a link in the description. And if you're an Apple TV user, you've undoubtedly noticed changes to the device's user interface brought to you by the new OS 17.2 update. It changes the way you interact with your content and find new content to consume. It also moves TV and movie purchases from iTunes to the Apple TV app. There's a lot of new features to explore, so definitely make time and go and check that out. All right, it's time to toss the show out west to Seattle, where Travis Ballstead is going to give you his take on five must-own films. Thanks, Todd. Hey, everyone. Happy holidays. We're coming up on that season. It's the end of the year. And so I spend most of my time on on this channel talking hardware and reviewing different equipment and things that I've purchased and added to the theater or my two-channel system or been sent out for review. So I'm excited to talk a little bit about movies and software because that's why I'm involved in this whole hobby thing. So today I'm just going to give you um, my top five movies that we watched that were released uh, on the Kaleidoscape in 2023. So this was the home video releases. Full disclosure, we have not taken the time yet to watch Killers of the Flower Moon, so I can't say whether that would or would not have made this list. Um, but let's just get into it. At number five, I'm going to go with past lives. This is, you're going to, you're going to notice a theme here. Most of these movies, the majority of the films in my top five are not big home theater, blockbuster action, surround sound, you know, um, the typical things that we watch. But the one thing that I found in 2023 is I really valued good storytelling and past lives is just a really really great film it's great dialogue great uh, emotion in there great acting great characters and the cinematography is actually very subtly gorgeous and plays a very um subtle kind of subliminal role in the film as well so check this one out if you um if you like just a really good uh conversational um so check this one out for a, just a good uh good drama a great great movie that's going to look great on your screens as well at number four probably the blockbusteriest of the blockbusters on this is mission impossible dead reckoning i'm just a fan of this entire franchise i always have been and this was just another really solid really fun installation of the mission impossible uh franchise so mission impossible dead reckoning part one um at number three this one was really almost number one on my list, but it ended up landing at number three is a good person. Florence Pugh, I think, just keeps getting better and better and better with everything I see her in. Really, another great drama, a good touching story, um, great characters, great acting. Morgan Freeman, Flor Florence Pugh just did a fantastic job, written and directed by Zach Braff. So check out A Good Person. Just a really, really good film. Coming in at number two, talk to me. This was just awesome. It looked great from the trailer and the movie just did not disappoint. Really great visuals, great plot, great concept. 
bit of a Flatliners vibe, which I love the the original Flatliners. I think it was just a great movie. Talk to me was a great uh, great A twenty four film. Um, they're they're just so good in that horror genre, and this was was definitely not a letdown. And that brings us to number one. And again, you know, I kind of said this is kind of the anti-home theater, the not the blockbustery type films, except for the Mission Impossible. Sure, I love a good action film. I love something to show off the system. And, it, and it's just fun. And you can turn your brain off and eat popcorn and just watch good movies. You know, watch a movie that's going to be fun and entertain you. But... I also this year really kind of dug down into the stories where the story really comes first. And it's not so much about, about the tools and the techniques. And, you know, you hear so much about the 70 millimeters and the IMAX and the variable aspect ratio and the Atmos and the DTSX and all the different stuff. What about the story? Um, so, <laughs> you know, like, and like I said, it's going to, going to sound weird coming in at number one, but my favorite movie of the year thus far has been The Creator. And yes, big action movie. But this wasn't created because of the tools. This would not exist were it not for the, the relatively basic tools, the small budget, the camera, allowing you know more flexibility on set in terms of of shooting and and you know smaller crews allow them allowed them to shoot on more locations instead of just shooting in front of a green screen. So yes, there were a lot of visual effects and yes, it did look and sound really good, but the story came first and, and I really liked this movie because of what it achieved, but also because it was a compelling story. So while the creator did have that big epic 2.76 to 1 aspect ratio and there are lots of amazing incredible visual effects and it sounds really really nice and it 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 is a big action movie but it's still rooted in the story and it's not it's not a movie to showcase a technology yes there were bigger movies there were more popular movies there were movies that more people are talking about, and there were probably movies that you liked better than these five. But these are the five that really left an impression on me this year. These are the ones that, like, the next day I wanted to tell people about this movie that I saw last night. So that's my top five. And I'm kind of wondering what Todd's top five movies were, and I'm wondering what your top five were. What? Drop them in the comments. What did I leave off of, you know, what's on your list that wasn't on my list? So go watch a movie, enjoy time with your family through the holidays, maybe get a break, maybe binge some movies, binge a new series, have fun, happy holidays, we'll see you next year. Back to you, Todd. All right, Travis, Amazon links to all of those movies are in the description. And Travis, I completely agree with you about Talk To Me. That is one of my favorite films of the year. Now, speaking of movies, AV Nirvana disc critic, Michael Scott published a slate of new reviews last 
week, including Weird, The Al Yankovic Story, and Clue, both of those in 4K. He also reviewed Blu-ray versions of Dumb Money, The GameStop Story, and Mercy Road. If you'd like to read Mike's take on these films, along with a breakdown of their audio and video qualities, visit avnirvana.com. Right on the homepage, you'll see his reviews in the left-hand column, or look for a link down in the description below. According to Media Play News, DVD sales held strong last week, accounting for 51% of disc sales. Blu-ray sales made up 29%, and 4K discs came in last, accounting for 21%. Now, these numbers are generally in line with what we see from week to week. Last week, Oppenheimer held the top spot overall for disc sales. This week, that spot has been taken over by none other than Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That movie is followed up by Oppenheimer at number two, Barbie at three, The Expendables four, appropriately at four, and The Grinch. None of those films sold more 4K copies than Blu-ray copies. In fact, only one movie of the week's top 20 disc sellers sold more 4K discs than Blu-ray discs, and that's the new 4K release of the Titanic, which probably really shouldn't come as much of a surprise. On the review front, this past week, AV Nirvana released two new episodes of Base Hunters, a show that's sponsored by Kaleidoscape, Ascendo, and Sutherland AV Marketing. In these episodes, we look for reference quality and demo-worthy bass in Oppenheimer and the newly released 4K Atmos version of True Lies on the Kaleidoscape system. You can find those on YouTube or the forum's homepage. Links are also right down below. Speaking of Kaleidoscape, it also released 4K versions of Alien, The Abyss, and Titanic. Those are three other James Cameron movies that fans have been clamoring for in 4K. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour extended version in 4K and Atmos is also available as a premium rental for owners of Terra Systems. And you can now buy Priscilla and the Killers of the Flower Moon, both of which are still in movie theaters. Okay, to finish this show up, let's talk some deals. On the disc front, the following 4K discs are excellent buys right now on Amazon. We have Quentin Tarantino's Fantastic and Glorious Bastards. That is $10.99. Barbie is only $19.99. And the complete 8-disc set of Harry Potter is 60% off at $71.99. It's worth noting that you get digital download codes with all three of these films and Inglorious Bastards and Harry Potter both ship with Blu-ray and 4K UHD discs in their packaging. Links to all of those movies are in the description. On the gear front, we're not going to look any further than the buy, sell, and trade section of AV Nirvana's form. There you'll find senior admin and co-founding partner Sonny Parker has listed eight SVS subs for sale. The savings on these speakers are super duper aggressive. For example, he's selling four SB16 Ultra subs. Those are SVS's flagship sealed subs for $1,150 each or $2,200 for two. And that price includes shipping. I'll drop a link to that thread down below so you can go over and check out deals there. He's also selling his Martin Logan 
EFX on-wall speakers for 2250 bucks shipped, which is more than half off retail pricing. I'll link to that as well. All right, home theater fans, that's a wrap for the week beginning December 18th, 2023. This show will be on vacation for the next two Mondays, but we'll be back guess that would be the second week of January. CES will be in motion. So listen, I hope everyone out there has a wonderful Christmas, very happy holidays for whatever you're celebrating, and a super happy new year. We have 2024 coming right up. Please be kind to each other out there, and I look forward to seeing all of you on the forum at avnirvana.com. 